Hey there, Angry Faithful. I just wanted to drop in, bend your ear a little bit, get your attention. So if you're not listening, drop what you're doing and pay attention to me. Because I'm here to inform you that not only can you get your daily, maybe if you're binging it, I'm not sure, that's entirely up to you, but you can multiply your doses of angry me fuckery by paying attention to all of the platforms upon which you can find either the dulcet tones of my voice and David's voice or my pretty face and David's not-so-pretty face. Anyways, digressing. We, not only on we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we're on Rumble, we're on Google, Apple Podcast. We have a TikTok page. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. So if you find yourself fuckery deprived, curl up with a nice hot mug of shut the fuck up and just listen. Open those ear holes and be prepared to be cream pied like it's the first time. Thanks for listening. Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today on Nerd Sports 70, is it 74? 74. 74. Man, I need to keep track of these things. Uh, episode 74, we're going to go over bog, uh, bog snorkeling. Bog. Is this it? This is, is it as simple? This, is it as simple as it sounds? It is really uh, simple. Uh, what did they do? What they do is they uh, place a 55 meter long water filled trench covered out of a pelt or bog compressed of dead plants and everything in a snorkel and they see who can make it there the fastest. I'm I'm I, not gonna lie. I am uh I'm wholly intrigued. We, we we did that without the snorkel. <laughs> and we had barbed wire. So, yeah, I don't think we. It was like it you was know what would make that sport even long. more fun is uh, movement, individual movements under direct fire. Yeah, that that high yeah. crawl, low crawling, three to five second rushing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And if everybody, every, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to situate this because I got it just right and everything. I'm, I'm moving stuff around uh, in the studio. Uh, just a heads up because Nerd Sports is our weekly uh, uh, stuff. Uh, that with the uh, comics before the show, but Nerd Sports is me and Johnny's thing to where we can get. Uh, would you? fucking your child you're a fucking child at times as, as a, <laughs> you can come at me and and try to intimidate your best but you got like a negative 50 to me to be intimidating only because i've seen your child side and i, well, I got confused i'll get confused when you're like i'm gonna kick your ass i'm so confused right now because i know that you're like not intimidating i would just like are you gonna well kill me? I, I, goku? I i've still got to kill me in out. front of goku no no you're not i Walk i, I i've still i still have to find what box my uh kermit the frog is packed in so that way i can post them up and i can harness my inner uh seth mcfarlane aka oh, yeah, 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 yeah so, but anyways you know. <laughs> uh 
to let everybody know, I got my I got my studio back up. Uh, kind of. It's in my living room right now. But I it, mean, it, it looks I've glorious, seen, man. It does I mean, look it, glorious. It, I still have the conspiracy, and I don't even know if we can say that on air anymore. We'll just call them tinfoil hats. Tinfoil hats. I got the tinfoil hats, and oh, oh, and oh, we'll I gotta, speak I gotta bring in them code. Down. We can speak in code when we're talking about these. Uh oh, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Oh, we've got Bad Touch Bob. And Bad Touch Bob is back, yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. That is right. Bad Touch Bob. <laughs> Whenever Bob, uh, Johnny is confused or angry at me for something I have said during the podcast, we'll bring back Bad Touch Bob and figure out where I touched him in the bad way. Or, if anything, what part he needs to point at because of something that was said on the podcast because something was really messed up and it's he, always going to be the no no square it I mean, is put, always going to be the no no it's always going to be the no no square okay. the, the lower <laughs> extremity but we got bad okay. punch bob back oh, let me let me see i'm going to i'm trying not to put him in front of skeletor but oh you were going to knock something over everything um, over there the, and we can speak in code when we're talking about the uh the the the, the charlie tango hats man the, we can call them the aluminium caps fuck you no we're not <laughs> what what oh we can't say it like the english oh we'll no, say we aluminium can't. this weekend I will honor fucking drive six hours to kick your ass <laughs> oh you know God. what bring it on I've already had to shoot a raccoon with Did you really uh, a, yeah uh we had a raccoon trying to dig into the trash the uh, what was it on why, why are you why are you destroying uh why are you destroying uh trash what? Pandas, man yeah a trash panda exactly well because <clears throat> I'm trying to make it easier for my trash guys to pick up my trash as opposed to spending 10 minutes in front of my house picking up what the trash panda tossed out so oh, that's true. I got a CO2 powered uh, stick hower BB gun. Uh -huh. And I, I keep it specifically for that purpose. And so my sister in law texted and she goes, you know, she, she was standing outside uh, letting her dog go out, you know, use the bathroom. And she's like, the raccoon's out here getting into the trash. And I was like, ooh, you know, and my knee right now, dude, is absolute dog water trash right now. So I've got an appointment with the VA on Thursday about that. But so I hobble as fast as I can outside, and I've got this pistol. <laughs> I just assume the best shooting position possible. <laughs> my my pop, only thinking right now. I popped that raccoon right in the rib cage. <laughs> it was great. My my I haven't my, seen my that honest to God. Since. My honest to God thinking right now is you also put the time to get in full kit. Military style to take down this fucking trash panda. That that that's in my head. No, nope. I had. I'm surprised. I had a pair of red socks. No, no. I had I had my Red Sox workout shirt uh, shorts on, and I, I so you you did it. You did it. I, I mean, dude, I was even out there in slides, man. I mean, <laughs> these things right here. <laughs> and I'm like. I look mother, I watch for the supper, you know. I know, but, right? 
But uh, also, we're going to have a couple of guests. Uh, next week, we're going to have uh, the Disruptors uh, podcast. Uh, hopefully, they get everything done with their uh, uh, moving, because that's the whole reason why they haven't on yet, is they're moving and everything. And I wanted everything to be just right to get everybody on the podcast. But uh, we're also going to have uh, Mitch. I forgot his name. I'm not going to oh. lie. I do that. I forget names. And was it worth it that you made Mitch such Burrow. great friends? To... Okay, all right. We're Watch gonna have Mitch up. Burrow, and uh, he, he he's a good guy. He wanted to be, and he's gonna, probably going to be a staple on the psychos and sociopaths. He wants to he wants to come in and 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 uh, basically ask questions while we're doing the uh, psychos and sociopaths, uh, which I'm. We'll get when we get off air. I'll talk to you more about that. What I want to get done on that one, but uh-huh. uh, and that one, it's gonna be a weird one. But we're gonna we're gonna try to figure it out. But anyways, back to sports news, everybody. We have we have a lot of sports news coming up from the NFL, mainly uh, Drake, uh, Dake, Dak, Dak Prescott, Dak, Dak Prescott. Yeah, we'll, uh, he broke we'll, his hand. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Sunday was an interesting day, but before we touch on football, uh, just kind of gloss over the baseball Go ahead stuff. and do that. I gotta go get my nasal spray. I forgot that was one thing I forgot. Oh well, yes, of course. So uh, Mike Trout is uh, he tonight? He, if he hits a home run tonight, it'll be eight straight games, and it'll be he'll only be the third player in Major League history to hit a home run in eight straight games. And he will join an elite group uh, to include the great Ken Griffey Jr. Um, uh, Let me see. Uh, Aaron Judge is still sitting on 55 home runs. I don't know at this point that he will make 63 to beat Roger Maris's uh, 62 uh, for for an all-time Yankee record. Um, Albert Pujols finally passed. uh, a Rod fourth all time. He's got six hundred and ninety six or ninety seven career home runs. He's three away from the seven hundred club. Um, I think he's got enough time to get that in before the season's over. Um, uh, because the Cardinals are still fighting for a playoff spot right now. The only team that has clinched a uh, playoff spot is, of course, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, right now, they have the best. Re- record in baseball if i'm not mistaken i'll look at that here in just a second but um the the yankees are currently um I, i'm not going to say the l word trailing the red Sox right now uh they're playing in boston garrett cole's given up a pair a couple of home runs um not a couple of pair he's given up a pair of home runs um We've already established that Boston's not going anywhere near the playoffs this year. I'm okay with that. Just be the spoiler and really just kind of throw a wrench in the plans of the Yankees. Because uh, right now the Yankees have the second best record in the American League um, behind the Astros. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, unless the Astros fall flat on their face and the Yankees get really hot all of a sudden, I think that the uh, current implosion that we're witnessing um, from New York is going to continue to trend all the way into the playoffs. Um, the reason why I say that is because 
Garrett Cole is supposed to be their ace. He's the guy that they paid millions of dollars to. We're we're talking nine figures, okay, to play baseball for this particular team, this story team, this band of elites. Um, Ever since they banned sticky stuff for pitchers, Garrett Cole has not been Garrett Cole which tells me that Garrett Cole really wasn't all that great to begin with. Is he a good pitcher? Yes. Is he ace quality? Maybe on another club, but he's not the Garrett Cole that the Yankees paid all of that money for. And I think it is absolutely beautiful. Um, How many, how many actual pictures have there been that they, they ended up after they got rid of the sticky stuff, just the drop, drop the ball. There was a ton of them that just dropped off, man. I mean, like we're talking spin rates. We're talking um, like on a curveball or breaking pitch or slider. Um, you know, the, 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 the pitch isn't quite as lively. The, the two seam fastball, the four seam fastball, the, the, um, uh, the, the split finger. It, there's a lot of action to these pitches prior to the banning of the sick, sticky substances like spider tack, uh, pine tar, things like that. But once Major League Baseball had the umpires check the glove and the pitching hand of the pitchers as they're coming off the uh, off the field after their particular side of an inning, you know it's they have uh, like an old uh, nineteen. Uh... God, that was an old old black and white movie. <laughs> Where oh the, yeah, I know what you're talking the, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a chemist. He was a, a teacher, yeah, he chemist, a chemist, and he figured out a figured out a compound that repelled wood. Yeah, right. And he played for the Yankees, right? And so he had this. He didn't hole. play for the Yankees, but he yeah, up... no, he was pitching for the Yankees, and yeah. so he had a hole in his glove that yeah. he would keep a pad of that stuff in there, and he'd always, you know, rub the ball, gather up the ball with it, and and he ran out and the catcher his catcher thought it was hair tonic and so he kept yeah. having the catcher come out to him and he was rubbing his hand through the catcher's hair and everything like that and ended up the last pitch of the last game that he ever pitched in um the 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 hitter made contact and it came right back at him and he caught it barehanded and ended up breaking his hand and the doctor told him you'll never pitch again and, and he so, was yeah, so excited because he wanted to do the uh, more sciencey stuff, but you know, yeah, you know, and, and I'm like, okay, awesome. Um, but if Tampa Bay wins tonight, and they're playing in Toronto, and the Yankees end up losing, <laughs> that means that the Yankees will have coughed up the division. They had, I think, it was something to the tune of like an 11 game lead in the division. And then they went on this abysmal stretch and they're looking at possibly giving up the division title, the division lead going into uh, the they're last not making month the playoffs? of the season. No, 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 no. They'll still make the playoffs, but they're, they're, they're looking at potentially giving away the division to the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. And as much as I don't like Tampa Bay, I would rather see Tampa Bay get the division title versus the guys from New York just simply because, well, screw the Yankees. That's why. Um, so, you know, tonight I'm I'm obviously rooting for my Sox because they are playing the Yankees. But, uh, you know, I'll have to go to church for this later. But uh, let's go Tampa Bay. Um, 
it's pretty bad when you have to go to church for that one. I'm just saying, man. Yeah, dude, there was one time uh where we had as as Red Sox Nation to we had to we had to we had to pull for the we had to pull for the pinstripes uh in, in a particular game uh because there was playoff implications involved. And man, on Reddit, on Twitter, on Facebook, the overwhelming consensus is, was is that we're going to have to make some holy water like in mass. We're going to have to mat, ramp up the production of holy water. We're going to throw it on the stove, boil the hell out of it. We're going to have to go to church. We're going to have to do Hail Marys. We're going to have to do community service because that is just an impure, impure feeling. I'm just... You don't, you don't know how to, how to feel. It left scars, dude. It, le- it left scars. I mean, you, you could almost hear the buzzards circling because I mean, there was, there was uh, necrosis going on. I mean, it was right. Exactly. So did you have a little bit of like uh the throw up in your mouth after that? Okay. So the scene in Ace Ventura, when he realizes that Einhorn is Finkel and Finkel is Einhorn, and he he lights his clothes on fire and then gets into the shower and he's got the plunger. He's doing this thing here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it was like. Find, I'll find that clip. I'll find that clip. And I'll, I'll, yeah. So, I mean, but let me, it, let me get that. I'll, that's where the clip's going to be. It. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is a man. Oh my God! Einhorn is a man! so but um oh uh yeah we'll get after after the show yeah so moving into football football it was kickoff weekend and you know it it was nice it was it was really great uh there was a lot of really like there was a lot of cool stuff that happened um i i went to the uh the home opener here in houston i went to nrg stadium and uh watched the colts and the texans um didn't really care who won because, you know, it was a lot of get to go. It, yeah. Right. And I got my tickets through vet ticks. Um, v E T T I X dot O uh, R G go on that website. If you're not a veteran donate, um, if you are a veteran donate, um, it's a great, great, great website to get a lot of, uh, really cool tickets to a lot of really great events. They're free of charge as far as the admission. The only thing that you have to pay out of pocket is the um, the processing fee or the delivery fee, which anymore nowadays, all of the tickets are all done electronically. And and you have to pay the fucking goddamn parking. Oh, well, parking. But Fuck that's not handled that. through vet tips. That's handled through that venue. So I went to go but, visit, I went to go visit Chris. And when we talk this on a hundred and twenty dollars for parking. If you'd have gone onto the Cowboys website, you could have bought a parking pass through them 
I paid. Yeah, but I'm not going to go to the Cowboys games that much. With no, it's it's a single game parking pass. Okay. I paid for one for for Sunday. I with tax. Um, I paid forty seven oh five for my parking pass, and I'm still growing up a little. Being a being a being a disabled veteran, and with a handicap placard, I got handicap parking next to the stadium. Oh, okay. So there's that. Um, but going to this game, I'm like, okay, the Texans got out to a really great lead. They had a 17 point lead going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, they were, they were on it until like the, the and then the, and then they just, the they, they were like, they were like LeBron James and they just, they forgot to show up for the fourth quarter. Yeah. Indianapolis came back and tied it. Okay. And so we're going to overtime and I took my stepson with me, my oldest stepson, and I'm looking at him and I'm like, what? We're getting free football today. So, you know, there's that. So we're sitting there watching them. And, you know, of course, Houston, they they received the ball in overtime. So they had the first possession. They went three and out. They punted the ball away. And then Indianapolis is driving down the field. And we're like, okay, here we go. They're getting set up for a field goal. And it was like a 35-yard attempt, I think it was. And I, I just felt like being a complete horse's ass, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, you're going to miss this kick, jackass, right? And then just as they snap the ball, I'm yelling, Lakes is out, Dan. <laughs> and the kicker from 35 yards away kicks it wide right, no good. Right? Everybody that's sitting around us is going, oh, my God, that was you. And I'm like, "I he, we're in the 500 level. He can't hear me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like. Don't don't put that on me, you know. That and that's hilarious. Everybody's so, looking at you. Uh, is looking at you. Well, I mean, they they were like, "Oh my God, you did that for us!" You know, you 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 kept Houston in the game, and I'm like, I I didn't do a damn thing. Like, you know, they're I'm, like, "Well, I'm who gonna, you, you I'm gonna be for?" I'm like, honest I said, with you, I said I, I have said, no fucking clue what happened there. <laughs> right, I'm like, I'm sitting there going, "Look, man, I'm a Red Sox fan. I like the Dallas Cowboys, but I'm a Tom Brady guy." And they're like, oh, well, we did like you up till that point. I said, <laughs> I said, okay. You know, because, I mean, there was people introducing themselves all around us uh, there during the fourth quarter. And they were like, oh, are those your seats? And we're, all, we're like, yeah. I mean, I paid tickets. You know, I got tickets for these seats. I'm like, oh, well, I guess we'll see you the rest of the season. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I didn't pay for season tickets to watch this. Right? <laughs> I'm pointing at the abysmal product on the field. And... I mean, <sighs> hey, okay, 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 quick question. Yeah, you, you go for okay. Uh, Chris, Chris, uh, Jacko, uh, hopefully he's gonna be a staple on the show, but uh, he was he, he took pictures when he was at the Dallas Cowboy Stadium, yeah, and there were like these towel things on the chairs. Did the Houstons have the same thing, and what are those for? Uh, it's a promotional item. Um, I, I know that the theme at the game here in Houston was uh, white out for freedom. Um, okay. And it would, I mean, and it may be, that's what, that's what they were trying to do. So there are free um, towels. Yeah, it was free towels. I mean, Holy sh- okay. That, that makes given sense. how dirty and nasty some Cowboys fans are. And, and I say that and I root for the team grudgingly i, I will team. not re- you know what i'm going against my fucking dead mother 
and uh, my 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 dead and my living father. I still do not like the Cowboys. Dude, if I had dude. to pick a team, it wouldn't be the fucking Cowboys. That's what you led with. You were like, "I'm going against my dead mother." Like, I'll, I'll, there's certain that things out there. Go, I, I will be. I will totally be. Uh, disassociated from my family for that, but I can't. <laughs> I can't. Even. Dude, that is awesome. I am. <laughs> I. I'm. I'll be a horrible son for that. I, I'm. I. I. I have props everywhere else, but that's that's my bad. Okay, now, so Every, we're sitting there up in the north part of Texas. If you're not a Cowboys fan, then you're a piece oh. of shit. Oh yeah, you know, but. You know, so I'm sitting there, we're sitting there watching this game. The Texans get the ball back and they they cross midfield and and it's like fourth and two or something like that. And they elect to punt. Oh my lord. Dude, people were booing the Texans. They were like, why wouldn't you go for this? You know, that kind of a thing. And they punted the ball away. And then Indianapolis gets back out on the field. And there's like 45 seconds left in the game. And uh, why didn't they go for overtime? Well, this was overtime. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's 45 seconds left in the overtime period. And everybody, I'm just sitting there. I'm, I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be a kick in the nuts if this thing ended in a tie? You know, and everybody's like, oh, no, 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 no. They're going to get the ball back. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, there's 45 seconds. No, they're not. And so Indianapolis runs a couple of running plays and they run uh-huh. the clock, right? And the game just ends in a tie. And I that bet was people it. People were pissed at you. Dude, there have since the institution of overtime in 1974, counting Sunday, there have only been eight or 28 ties in football. Yeah. Would well, this make 29? No, this would make 28. Uh, 28. Counting Sunday. Counting so. Time. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, damn, you know, and, but it, it just, it, it all could have been very so avoidable. I mean, go for, go for it on fourth and two or fourth and three. I mean, yeah, that, that's the thing. This is the reason why I stopped watching football in the longest, uh, for the longest time. I, I used to love watching football and other stuff, but I couldn't deal with the fact of how, uh, jaded and they they didn't want to do a lot of the uh like hail marys very rarely do you see a hail mary anymore yeah i you mean see a hail mary play they're always rushing i mean back in the day they didn't ru- they didn't rush that much they they went out for the fucking play yeah but uh you know i'm, I'm sitting there going i'm like <sighs> but when when a when a game ends in a tie like that, knowing how much people spent on some of those seats, yeah, per, basically what you're. I, I, I was I was wanting Houston to win surely for the purpose that I didn't want to have to get into a fight. I mean, I wore my army jersey. I wore my my West Point jersey to the game. Okay, right, because it was it's a nine eleven jersey, right? Yeah, and so that's what I wore. You know, I'm not going to wear my Cowboys jersey. I mean, I'll wear my Red Sox jersey to whatever ballpark. I don't care. But I'm like, okay, NFL 
fans are just a little bit different breed and football's totally know. different i yeah, mean i'd say i'd say you photos of people like wearing oh dude know. there was video of fist fights at at the cowboys game oh yeah at the field in the field level suites this yeah, dude wearing was, a pittsburgh a pirates jersey that got were, the uh, absolute dog snot kicked out of them yeah there's a couple of uh security guard uh footage uh footage of uh someone grabbing uh the cup, the security grabbing a guy and put him back in his seat so he can finish the game. Yeah, I but mean, I'm that was, just like, that's horrible right there. So, but when we walked out of NRG Stadium, dude, it was quiet. Like there was absolute crickets outside. I'm just sitting there going, "Oh wow!" Uh, so basically, it was you finally get that hot chick, and she's a dead lay type deal. I wouldn't say that, but uh, it was more like uh, you're satisfied, but you're not fully satisfied. I mean, you got a beautiful wife. I don't. It's more or less for me in the audience that doesn't get that. No, I'm trying to come up with an applicable an- uh, uh, analogy. analogy here. Um, it's that arming big word. I understand that. Y'all, y'all people are used to like pictures and shit. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm the one using big words. You're the one that's got to use Stephen Hawking to pronounce them, that's there, and I, they. That's because I know I'm retarded. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't the military branch that got me on that one. I'm surprised I even got in the Air Force. <laughs> well, it's because you probably I, I had good credit project. at the time. How was yeah, you probably you probably had good credit at the time. Um, I think I did actually. Yeah, I, I get in the military. I fucking had horrible credit after that. It, it would be like uh, man, you know what? We're just going to go with yours because I was trying to come up with something like like a superhero, <laughs> you know, analogy, but that, uh, I'm that. I'm, I'm I'm at a little bit of a loss for words here. It's it's it. It would be. <laughs> God damn, dude! Did I talk? It would be like going. It, it'd be okay. It would be like everybody getting ramped up for this new Superman announcement at at E3 or the San Diego Comic Con, and then instead of Henry Cavill coming out and announcing that they're finally going to make a Man of Steel two, Machine Gun Kelly comes out and announces that he's going to be the new Man of Steel. That would blow the fucking place up. I'm I'm not talking about it. Yeah, you know, you get you get all ramped up and then everybody just kind of you what walk out in stunned silence. Right, exactly. See, I knew I could do it. I just put my mind to it. But um Do you need like an orange after that or something? Why do you have any orange slices? I can't get you orange slices, motherfucker. <laughs> like, geez, you're not a very good mom. <laughs> God. All right. So, uh, other <laughs> games. So, everybody uh, Cowboys saw game Buffalo. was kind of messed up. So, yeah. Right. So, we're going to start on Thursday night, though. So, Buffalo went into LA, went in to play the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champion Rams in their stadium, SoFi, SoFi Stadium, and embarrassed the Los Angeles Rams 31 to 10. Um, and then New Orleans squeaked out 
a win against the Atlanta Falcons, 27-26. Carolina, Carolina with Baker Mayfield, the former quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, hosted the Cleveland Browns on Sunday, um, and they lost by two points. Cleveland went into his house, new house, and beat them 26-24. Um, San Francisco, you know, you figure you're playing in San Francisco where it rains a lot that they would be used to those types of types of conditions, but they just, they got washed out. Uh, they lost to Chicago 19 to 10 uh, Pittsburgh beat Cincinnati. So it was not a very good opening weekend for the defending Super Bowl participant uh, participants. Um, but uh, Pittsburgh won 20 to 23 over Cincinnati uh, Philadelphia barely beat Detroit. Watch out for Detroit. Detroit might actually string together a couple of victories this year. Uh, 38-35 over uh, Detroit. Of course, we just got done talking about the Indianapolis-Houston debacle where that ended in a 2020 tie. um, New England goes into Miami. Um, New England has lost in Miami the last seven out of ten times, and they lost on Sunday, seven to 20. Um, Baltimore beat up on uh, on the New York Jets, uh, 24 to nine. Not a big surprise there. Um, I will give the Jets fans this. Uh, when they sing the national anthem, uh, the entire stadium sung the national anthem. And just hearing the audio from it, dude, gave you chill bumps. Um, so, uh, and then Jacksonville. Jacksonville lost to the Washington Commanders. The Washington Commanders, uh, the uh, formerly you, you known know. as the Redskins, um, they had a bit of a, a marketing where are they, disaster. Where are they placed at? Washington, D.C. Okay. All right, so. No, no, no. Uh, w- w- one sec before. before you... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. There's a There was a marketing disaster for the commanders. Yes. Yeah. So That's what I was going to go with. I was. They I... had this huge line of coffee cups and all this other stuff that had the logo for the team superimposed over an outline of not the District of Columbia, not the state of Virginia. But Washington State. Yes. I was, you know, what's really sad though? This is how much I don't keep up with football uh, that much. I swear to God, I thought, I thought Washington Redskins were actually in Washington. And then that came, I was like, why is this a marketing tool? It's Washington State. Why are these people? Oh, I'm a fucking retard too. So I would have, I would have been, I would have been, I would have been, been all for it. I'm like, dude, check this out, check out this cup, man. It's Washington Commanders. Why does it have the Washington States? Because this is the Washington. They're in D.C. They're in. Oh, but you know that those cards. cups are going to become collectors' items now, and they're going to be high value in a few years. Depending on how much, well, yeah. Yeah, because you know they're going to destroy. Because either the they're going to destroy those or. Uh, you're you're not gonna need them anymore. So yeah. I still can't but, uh, believe that bullshit. I I was today old when I figured that shit out. <laughs> All right. So the the Giants went into Tennessee. They won twenty one to twenty. Um, Kansas City went into Arizona, beat them forty four to twenty one. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs without Tariq Hill are gonna be just fine. That's all there is to that. Um, I think the Las Vegas Raiders went to Los Angeles and played them, uh, played, played the Chargers in Los Angeles. 
uh, and they lost. I mean, the offensive, the offensive line was not protecting their quarterback at all. Um, Las Vegas. A lot of, a lot of people were upset about that. I, I was checking up the sports news and everything. Man. Yeah, dude. They, they, they're the Raiders they're about, have got a lot of problems. They got. They are. Rest. They're getting like pickets, torches, and everything ready to go after this guy. Yeah. Because Green Bay, Green Bay went in to play a division rival in Minnesota, lost seven to twenty-three. Um, is it first week jitters? Is it just knocking some of the rust off because a lot of the starters didn't start or play in a lot of the preseason games? Um, do I think that that's a trend that needs to change? Absolutely, I do. Um, Tampa Bay on Sunday night goes into AT&T Stadium. Dallas, there was a lot of promise for Dallas. Um, and I think a lot of it, as a as a person who more closely follows the Cowboys than anybody else, I thought that that was a little foolishly optimistic. Um, the Cowboys are notorious for pumping you up and filling you with all kinds of hope. And then much like paying for a hooker and ultimately getting to the room and having to pleasure yourself, the Cowboys blue balled the entirety of Cowboy Nation. Um, yeah, because Dak, Dak. Yeah, I mean, even 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 before Dak got hurt, uh, I mean. I mean, he, he got hurt, what, what, third quarter? Uh, yeah, I think it was the third quarter, but even before then he was complaining about his foot or his ankle or something. And he, he switched out from his new cleats to his old cleats. And that seemed to fix the issue with his foot, but then he breaks his hand during a passing play, um, where the Tampa Bay defender clubbed his hand or something like that with his arm or something. Um, he was supposed to have surgery on his hand a day. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. Um, uh, they're talking about, um, uh, possibly making a trade to um, fill his position because the backup quarterback for for D- uh, Dak Prescott, uh, Cooper Rush, uh, no, dude, he he is practice squad at best. I am so sorry. I mean, I, I you never I know it. until they show up to play. Well, he did, and he didn't. Um, oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, not my bad. So what they're talking, I mean, because. I mean, Dallas is missing a lot of outside threats. I mean, when Amore Cooper left, um, and I, I forget where he went, but when Amore Cooper signed with another team during the offseason, that took away a very deep threat for Dak Prescott. And it really just jacked with the game. Um, I think Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the, of the Dallas Cowboys, is in a little bit over his head right now. Um the problem with the Cowboys is that they come in and they just expect people to rise to this level just because you put a star on your helmet doesn't mean anything. I, I, I genuinely think, I mean, now Dan Quinn runs a pretty good defensive unit. He just needs to keep people healthy. And I think the mismanagement of player time, you know, playing time during the preseason for a lot of your starters it it was it was reflected across the league on Sunday um, over the weekend rather, but it dude it was it was bad. Um, guys cramping out, guys talking about they're hurting their backs or they're hurting their knees, you know. It, and I'm just like, okay, that's all drill work. That's all. I mean, that's that's all basic rudimentary drills. It's all footwork drills, tackling drills, 
conditioning, strength. I mean, just systematic failure from the top down um, when we're when we're talking about injuries this early on in the season. Now, Dak's injury to his hand. <clears throat> I mean that's a, that that could happen any time of the year. So that was actually well, yeah, but a lot of the uh, injuries and everything like that they usually happen in the preseason, so you don't have to worry about that. You you notice the yeah. preseason, and what I hate to be a, a Monday night uh, Monday night quarterback on this one, but... Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, there you go. Is it morning morning? Monday morning quarterback. Okay. Anyways, uh, the thing about it is the basic fact of it might have just been the the uh people they set up uh, for their uh, uh for their team for this year. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't they didn't uh, it, we have this problem all the time in any kind of work environment especially in the military what you're not supposed to ask is hey how are you feeling is everything working out right and everything like that? And that's probably right. what you can do on this one because a lot of the times you have to find out if uh, A player or B player or whatever is like, hey, how's your knees doing? How, how are yeah. I mean, that? That right there is like, hey, maybe maybe you should set this out, uh, cool off a little bit. We'll switch you out with such and such who, who's a little bit fresher. Yeah. And a, now, lot, I was looking, a lot of teams I was looking- don't do that. Yeah, I was looking at an article from Eric Oldham or Eldham, Eldholm um, uh, on NFL.com. He was talking about there's eight different particular or potential quarterbacks. Now, he named Cooper Rush. Now, Cooper Rush, he, he was 7 of 13 for passing for 64 yards, and he only played for five minutes. He was sacked twice on 15 of his dropbacks Sunday night. Now, um, last season, Rush did play during, you know, during the regular season and he came up big uh, when Dak Prescott had a calf injury in week eight, he came in for his first NFL start. He trailed the Vikings for most of the game and he led an eight play 75 yard drive in the final minute and sealed with a game winning touchdown pass to Amari Cooper. Now um, there's also Will Greer uh, during the preseason Greer and Rush were neck and neck vying for the QB two honors behind Prescott. Greer had a slightly better passing efficiency, completing 56.3 of his passes to Rush's 54.8. He averaged 5.8 yards per pass attempt uh, over Cooper Rush's 4.4 and compiling two TDs uh, versus no interceptions versus Rush's no touchdowns to one interception ratio during the uh, preseason. Now, McCarthy seemed impressed with Greer's performance against the Chargers this preseason, despite Greer, who's currently on Dallas's practice squad, missing time leading up to the game with a pulled groin. Now, he goes, uh, quote, I'll tell you, man, what a gritty performance McCarthy said last month. I thought Greer did great. Just a gritty performance, and it was good to see him in command and running the offense. It was his first real opportunity in this offense, and I thought he did a really nice job. I say pull that guy up. Now, there's some other options out there. There's Josh Johnson. Currently, he's in the Broncos system. Um, they call him the ultimate mercenary quarterback. Uh, he's suited up for 14 different teams, also spending time in the UFL, the AAF, and then the XFL, which is Vince uh, McMahon's football league. Mm-hmm. He basically just keeps his phone on all the time. Um, there's Ben DiNucci, who is the fourth quarterback from the uh, uh, Cowboys system. Now, he outplayed both Rush and Greer during the uh, during the preseason. 
his only major caveat was most of his reps came against deep reserves. So we're talking like third, fourth, and fifth string. Um, he, and it says, still Danucci uh, figures to be back in, on Dallas's radar as a possible short-term insurance policy. He was cut at the end of camp, but could easily take rear spot on the practice squad and be on ready alert if needed. So basically, to be a more modern Top Gun reference, he's Hangman, I would think. Um, then there's the, the the big name out there, Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers quarterback. Now, they said, now we know what you're thinking, fat chance after all the 49ers reworked Garoppolo's contract, raved about having one of the best backups in the league and just saw Trey Lance struggle at times in a week one loss to the Bears. It's still pos- uh, it's still probably a long shot to see the Cowboys give up major assets for Garoppolo, depending on the severity of Prescott's injury and his timetable for return. But Jones's level of desperation can't be overlooked. And we all know Jimmy or Jerry Jones is uh, under pressure, not the best decision maker. Um, yeah, he ends yeah. up doing some really stupid shit. Right. Now, still, tempting as trading for Garoppolo might be for his, as, as a short-term solution, it could be a lot asking him to arrive, absorb an offensive, play, offensive playbook, and contribute in some meaningful fashion before Prescott is ready to ready back to uh, ready, is back ready to go. Plus, Garoppolo is a free agent to be in the Springs, so and it's likely we'll be seeking a starting job elsewhere. So, how much capital would the Cowboys part with in, ex- in exchange for a few starts? I say stay away from Garoppolo. Yes, he's a good quarterback. He's proven himself. Um, against some of the best defenses in the league. Um, but at this point, any quarterback that you bring in, that's not, in, that's not inside your system already. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a short-term rental and eh, I don't know. I mean, they have $11 million in salary cap space. So the move is feasible, but is it likely? Probably not. Um, but with Dallas, again, can't rule things out like that. Um, there's a, a Gardner, uh, a from the Eagles. Um, that's about, about as long shot as it's going to get uh, next to Garoppolo. Then there's Cam Newton, who is a free agent. He is not playing football anywhere. Um, when the Patriots needed reinforcements at quarterback in 2020 after Tom Brady left, they tabbed Newton in June of that year. When the Pan- Panthers were short on QB options last season, they brought back brought him back. Right? He, he delivered. He delivered for a couple of moments there. Um, you think he might be the actual option that they're probably going to go with? You know, honestly, I would, I would not advise it. I would not advise it. Um, just simply due to the fact that, that Cam Newton's been in the league for so long, you would expect somebody like him to be a little bit more mature about his decision-making process, uh, processes on and off the field. Um, when it comes to on the field play, um, He's definitely mobile, but he's not as agile and he's not as quick as he used to be. And his arm is not exactly um, accurate, you know, so that and great. Um, yeah. So, I mean, over his past 23 games, which is 23 or 20 starts, he's provided at least quality scrambling option running for 822 yards and 17 touchdowns on 184 attempts. So would that give some flexibility to the Cowboys? Yes. But I don't see that as being a viable option, considering the type of offense that Dallas runs. Um, and if you if you want to talk about taking the ball out of Ezekiel Elliott's hands in, in lieu of the quarterback running it all the time, that's not going to mesh well. Especially because on Sunday night you started to see the Dallas offense start to integrate both halfbacks on the field at the same time, 
trying to run some kind of like innovative trick plays, you know, for lack of a better term. Um, yeah. Now on the flip side of it, he would be pretty cheap. Um, and he, and the team could move on at any point without much hindrance. So they could probably toss him a couple of million dollars and say, Hey, will you come in? Here's our playbook, study it, learn it, live it, breathe it. And then we're going to put you in to start and we'll just see what happens. Um, and a lot of the fantasy football leagues are fucking pissed off right now. Oh dude, they are going absolutely nuts. Now, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I like this. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he retired back in June. Um, he has donned many jerseys over his 17 years, starting for a record nine different teams while throwing and rushing for touchdowns with eight of them. Um, he seemed to understand his role in his later years, although at the time of his benching by the Dolphins in 2020, there were some who felt he remained the better quarterback over Tua, to, uh, uh, over uh, Tua, uh, Tagovola. You know, I'm not even going to try to, I'm going to butcher that name. I'm not going to do it. Um uh, Fitz turns 40 during Thanksgiving week. And while he's still involved in the pro game as part of pride, uh, prime videos, Thursday night video or uh, Thursday, Thursday night football team. Um, he might be completely at peace with the decision to hang him up. But if he were, if there were ever someone to, uh, who, who could hop off the couch or the analyst chair to throw aside, uh, to throw a side winding, no look bomb for a touchdown, that's probably the bearded wonder. And I, you know, I like the Ryan's Fitzpatrick uh, option. I, I like the, uh, the Ben DiNucci option. Um, Will Greer, yeah, Cooper Rush, I'm just, I'm not in on him at all. I say make him the backup and then either promote Greer or or give give Ryan Fitzpatrick a call. I mean, I really do. I, I really think that. I think, I think the meme actually works out. Uh, what I was seeing today is uh Jerry Jones going all crazy and everything, and uh he was telling everybody with the Dallas Cowboy jersey to stay behind, and we're gonna have tryouts real quick. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, is that 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 is literally right now that is his best option unless they find like some kind of hidden gym that has never been in unearthed and they hadn't been able to find them yet and everything like that, and they raise it from perdition. And, yeah. and and that's the only way this is going to stand off of actually being any kind of – in, in my opinion, and, and this is just my opinion as a person. You're humble, humble uneducated. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they literally – the Cowboys are out of the playoffs this year. I mean, unless they – Yeah. There's only I mean, like I, one – there's only like one one time frame where they ended up uh, going with the the, uh, the second quarterback, the second string quarterback, and they ended up making the playoffs. And it was it was luck. It was literally luck. And that was uh, Romo. Okay. So here's what the schedule for the Cowboys looks like. We've got um, – Next week they play. Um, come on, I just was just there. Oh, are you kidding me? Here we go. Okay, so week two, they're playing. Since they're hosting the Cincinnati Bengals, mm-hmm. that's not going to be pretty. The Bengals are going to come in and they're going to embarrass the Cowboys. Sorry, New York Giants. New York Giants have got a new quarterback. The fan base is fired up. I think that their 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 trust in this new quarterback is a little misplaced, but 
I think the Giants are gonna they're they're gonna host the Cowboys in Week Three, and they're gonna the, the Cowboys are gonna start the season zero and three. I feel um, the Washington season ticket holders really. <laughs> yeah, the Washington Commanders are coming uh-huh. in to AT and T Stadium for for uh, Week Four. It's a uh, it's 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 a, it's a twelve o'clock start on on that week. So none of our picks for this year, for uh, and and you got you got the picks for the week. No, uh, we're we're going to start those next week. Okay, but uh, okay. but <laughs> I want to give the I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to the Cowboys. I want to say that they're going to start. They're going to enter the win column on week four versus the Commanders. Um. They're going to travel to SoFi to play the Rams. That's going to be a certifiable train wreck. Then they're going to go to Philadelphia. That's going to be a who wants to win the least mm. kind of a contest. You know, um, it may end up being a punt contest. Whoever whoever has the ball last kind of a deal. Um, then they're going to play the uh, Detroit Lions on week seven at home. That one, I want to say the Cowboys are going to win that one, but don't be surprised if the Detroit Lions come in and pull an upset. Then they're going to play the Bears. The Bears can demolish them. Uh, I don't know the Bears. I don't know if the Bears will demolish them. Um, it just depends on how Justin Fields is playing uh, at that point in the season. Week nine, they've got a bye week, so they're off that week. Then they go to Green Bay to play Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers on the frozen tundra in November. Um, yeah. Um, Green Bay is going to take that one. They're going to play the Vikings. They might win in sin. They, they might, they, I think they'll pull off the win against the Vikings. Then they're going to travel to, then they're going to come home and host the giants on Thanksgiving day. Uh, they might have something figured out them. I think Dak Prescott's going to be back. Uh, he'll be back a couple of weeks prior to these games. But uh, if, as long as the timeline works itself out. So I think once Dak is back, they'll start winning games again, but they're not going to get to the playoffs this year. They might finish the season. Nine and seven. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be a, like a horrible upset. Well, no, I think, no, I think, no. I honestly, no, they'll they'll finish uh, they'll finish the season. No, they'll finish the season ten and seven. I'm sorry, ten and six, ten, ten and seven for the season, but that won't be good enough to get them into the playoffs. It just yeah. won't. Um, I think, I, in all reality, I think the Cowboys are going to have a dra- number one draft pick this year. I wouldn't go that far. Would not go that far. I Look don't know. To, no, it's going to be a toss-up between Detroit and the Jets. It's one of those things we have to wait and see type deal. Interesting fact about Sunday, though. All four AFC South teams were in action on Sunday to open up the season, and the, and the division has yet to, to rack a single win. All four division uh, uh, teams in the AFC South failed to win their games and two of them played each other. Oh, wow. That, how's the, 
Oh, the Texans, the Texans, and the Colts are in the same yeah. division, and they tied. That that is so fucking weird. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay, so that happened. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let me see here. I'm gonna try uh, on December 11th. Uh, the Texans are going to visit AT&T Stadium up there in Arlington uh-huh. to play the Cowboys. I, I think I'm going to try to see if I can get tickets to go to that game. And, uh, you know, I'll I'll take my uh, my wife and my sister-in-law. Um, but uh, that's definitely, yeah, definitely. December I'm 11th? I'm off on Sundays. Are you? It's, it's, it's a 12 o'clock start. I'm no, no big deal. All right. Well, the closer that we get to it, hey, holler at me, and uh, we'll 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 try to figure it out. Yeah. I'm gonna at that point. I'll just look to try to 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 get four tickets to the game, and uh, you know, we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, the only thing I have to worry about is where to fucking park my car. Well, most likely, um, if we go to that game then most likely what will end up happening is I'm not getting up at O dark 30 just to drive up there. So we'll probably spend the night at a hotel in Arlington, in the Arlington area on Saturday night. And then if that is the case, then what you could do is meet us at our hotel, excuse me, meet us at our hotel and then just ride over to the stadium where this were, we will have wait a minute, parking. Hmm. Let me check something real quick. I gotta check my yearly uh my yearly uh mm, well it's on Saturday, so well the eleventh is a Sunday. Yeah. So, but anyway, so we'll, we'll, we'll work all the logistics out on that, but, um, yeah. Oh, Hey, before it gets too late, the 10th is the army Navy game. That's the reason why I'm saying that. Oh yeah. 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 All right. So let me make a phone call real quick. And where are you out? My guy. That was a weird beep. What is up, my guy? Hi. Hey. You're obviously playing something. Yeah, I'm playing Rust, and it's not giving me what I want. So you're playing an online game while you are supposed to be performing your section of the show. Hold on. Um, (laughs) This thirteen-year-old first-world problems right here, everybody. Oh, and all right. Well, and then let me know if you can hear your entrance music here, real quick. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, our lovely, devoted, angry baseball fans—it's that time of week that we've all come to know and love. It's joke time with Tom 
whenever you're ready, bud. What do you call a gay dinosaur? What? A megasaurus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. oh, yeah. That was a good one. Okay. Uh, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, Colin, um, it is the bottom of the seventh inning, and Boston is leading the Yankees three to four. Let's go. Right? All right, bud. Um, I will give you a call. Either tomorrow or Thursday. Um, okay. And uh, I will see you guys, I know for sure, on Friday night. Yeah. All right? All right. All right. Love you, bud. Love you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that oh, is... that was loud. I don't know why, but it switched. Your mic switched from... I mean, don't change it. Oh, I, I wasn't. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, that is my genetic code on display, not only for your eye holes, but your ear holes. And I hope each was left sopping wet and runny. You are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, Angry Faithful, thank you for participating in Nerd Sports 74th. Uh, watch. Oh, spe- okay. So, real quick. <clears throat> Jeez, every fucking time go. Nerd section of the show. Nintendo had their event today. Okay. They announced more Fire Emblem games for those of you who like the Fire Emblem games. But the things that I liked the most is the fact that they are coming out with more DLC tracks for Mario Kart 8. Um, the sequel to Z- uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was announced today. And Nintendo Switch. Oh, dude. This is the part that you are going to love. Okay, so Nintendo Online, they have an expansion pack. If you pay for it, you have access to play Nintendo 64 games online. Uh They announced that they are bringing to the platform GoldenEye 64. Oh, man. God. And, oh, get this. You remember the days where we had to beat each other up because we thought we were looking at each other's screens during the multiplayer? Yeah. Nay, nay, that is no longer the case because they are introducing with GoldenEye 64 online multiplayer. Oh, nice. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Controls are coming Dude, back. I cannot wait, dude. I'm thinking about oh. getting a Nintendo Switch just so I could do that. Yeah, you need to. Um, and then, uh, dude, what's going to be even more perfect than that is when they bring in Perfect Dark. Mm. Because you remember that game, the multiplayer for that one, it was still Rareware, which is the same people that did GoldenEye. But the one thing that I loved about Perfect Dark, they had two different guns in the multiplayer, right? You had the alien gun that could see through walls and you could shoot uh-huh. through walls. And it was kind of like the most cheating gun ever. But they had the laptop gun, right? That you could set up as a sentry gun and you could throw it up in a corner or something like that next to a spawn point and you just rack up easy kills. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, dude, that was such... Dude, that pati- that one gun with that one setting, dude, that started so many fights in the barracks. <laughs> I bet it did. Dude, it was great. 
Okay, everybody. Thank you all. Can I finish? Before I even finish this, can I actually finish this? By all means, please, Mr. Dickerman, take us out. Thank you all for watching and watching, listening, whatever you're doing to get our information that we put out. Uh, We are thankful for you. We love each and every one of you and hope you have a wonderful day. And before we sign off completely, and if you're listening to us on any one of our platforms, leave us a five-star review. Even if you hate us, leave a five-star review because apparently those kinds of things in this world matter. I'm Johnny Skelton. I'm David Ickerman. And this was Nerd Sports. I didn't hear it. I said, it said victory. Okay. Sign off. Cut it. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.